I guess it doesn't matter. Yo, yo. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. I like the microphone. Yes. Well, my audio interface broke, so I had to get another one, which is why I was out of It makes me feel lots more official. <laughs> I get it. I totally understand. What's up, Dawn? What's up, guys? Yeah. So Dude, how's it going? I need to get at you, man. Um, about what we were talking about last week with the uh, with the podcasts and the, and all that kind of thing, we need right. to uh, we need to set up a time to kind of dialogue a little bit about that and what that you know what that should look like and and all that kind of yeah. thing. Okay, that's you know? can you guys hear me okay? Because there's like a lag on my part. I'm not sure it's me or like. No, you sound good. You sound all right. Yeah, because the um, yeah, because the video on my part is like um. There's a lag, you know. No, not not, not from where I'm sitting. Looks right. good to me. All right, uh, yeah. So am I might. great. Okay, great. Uh, yeah. It might just be me. Uh, let me try to um, fix this. Okay. I mean, <laughs> it looks good to me, man. It sounds good. All right. You know, I guess it doesn't. What it looks like really doesn't matter. So I guess it's just gonna be audio anyway. So yeah. You yeah. Know. Just the sound. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Cool. Cool. Uh. All right. Anybody want us to, you know, get anything out out of the way before we get it popping? Because I think it's only going to be us three. So, we all good? Let's do it. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. Hey, what's going on, party people? In the place to be, the Modern Flirting Podcast in effect. I'm Dale Valor. I'm sitting in for Jared Psych Lawrence today. He is on the high seas. Uh, doing what he does hopefully you know I'm sure he's well and all that kind of thing but you know we still had to hold it down so I'm uh I'm taking the mantle today of 
hosting the podcast. And we've got the lovely Jamie with us today. Hello. We've got the lovely Dong. Yeah. So <laughs> guys. Today. So yeah, I'm, I was, you know what, guys, I was really looking forward to doing this. I've been excited all day about doing this podcast because, um, you know, one of the things that I think is really cool about uh, being able to do this and, 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 and having this is the fact that, you know, like us as coaches, all of us are coaches in modern flirting, uh, for those that don't know. And us as coaches, we don't get the opportunity very often to just kind of like have fun, just kind of kick it you know, throw, throw a few topics around, you know, give our perspectives and our thoughts on it and, and just have fun with it. Most times it's via text messages and DMs and, and things like that. And, and everything's kind of short, blunt to the point and like, Hey, check this out. Or like we were just talking off the air a minute ago. I'm like, dong, I need to get at you about uh, something, project that we're working on. And like, yeah. if I, if I was to DM him that, that's all it would be. You know what I mean? Like it wouldn't be like any kind of like real vibe or fun or good times and, and, and that kind of thing. So I really appreciate uh, being able to do this. You know what I mean? So uh, you guys good, Jamie, you good. Oh, I'm the best. I'm the bestest. No, I mean, I love that. I love the interpersonal communication. Right. So like the body language, the tonalities, we don't get any of that through text messages. It's something that we teach. But we want that between us coaches because, you know, it's, it's like so funny. It's like I've never actually met you in person, Dale, and it makes me sad. But there is an itching feeling that I know you and I would have a blast together. Oh, uh, sure. Yes. Sure. And same thing with you, Dong. We met. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who are you? I'm just kidding. <laughs> So we should plan like a company potluck at some point. You know? <laughs> when we yeah, hang out on both. Jared's got this is really this podcast episode is really just a pitch for Jared to take us all on a retreat. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, yeah. you know what yeah. we're doing retreats, like a, bo- right? a boondoggle. <laughs> so I'm looking yeah. forward to that. You know, we're gonna be doing um for those that don't know, if you're not a part of the the uh, modern flirting VIP program. Uh, this is one thing for maybe it's an incentive for you to start checking out what we're doing here, which I don't know why you're not doing that anyway, but here's one extra little thing to throw on top, a little bowl on top of the present, right? We are doing free, 100% free for the guys that are inside the program quarterly, every three months in uh, Dade County, Fort Lauderdale, Miami area, um, VIP retreats. So all, you know, all you got to do is just show up. You don't have to pay extra money or anything like that. You just show up and we hang out, go do some cool shit and get to know each other, bond a little bit and have a dong special potluck, which I'll be bringing a jar of peanut butter and some Kool-Aid. And uh, yeah, you know, like it, it, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I don't even know what I would bring to a potluck. Like that yeah. literally would be. I'd be stopping at CVS on the way. Like, oh, let me grab this Kool Aid pack, some peanut butter or something, and a spoon. And hopefully, everybody's all right with that. <laughs> yeah, because that that got me thinking, Dale. Like, I'll be bringing for the potluck. I might bring some like, you know, orange chicken and also some Goldschlager. You know, we gotta bring back the Goldschlager. I don't even know what that is. What what is that? It's like this alcohol with like little flakes of gold in it. It's like, you know, people drink that in the uh, in university dorms and stuff like that. Um, All right. It was one of my favorites when I was back in school. So, dude, I'd like, be looking like a prospector out of the 1840s, like trying to get that gold. Trying to sift it out. I know. What a, what a ridiculously uh, wasteful use of what is apparently a valuable gold. <laughs> go into the gold resale shop see what i can get for it <laughs> yeah fish us out of some liquor <laughs> it's all fake it's really just like gold tinfoil they're like yeah sure it's gold no <laughs> well speaking of um you know well the three of us really like none of us well i, I guess you two have you guys have met personally right in yeah. person jamie and Don, so. you haven't Don, have we we haven't met. I don't think. Oh, we okay. All right, cool. All right. So none of us have actually been in the same room at the same time. Okay. So that leads me to this question. Something I I was wondering about both you guys, really. I was as I was thinking today about a couple of different things to, to kick around. Um, you know, 
I'm I'm always interested in people's backstories. Like what led them to be where they're at now? You know, we're all coaches. So we all, I'm sure we all have some kind of crazy backstory. Like, you know, you don't, you don't just fall into coaching. You know, you're not just one day like, hey, you know, great idea. You know, like that, that I don't think that happens to anyone. So what, what, like Dawn, what is your backstory, man? Like what, what brought you to this point where you're at now to be the guy at Modern Flirting to like really break down the, um, uh, the fundamentals? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Dong, are you with us? That was a really long intro to what I was asking, man. Don't make me do it again. <laughs> Bark twice if you're in Milwaukee. I think I think his internet froze or something because it, um, his pictures is like. All right, so well, this will be an edit. Whoever's editing this. <laughs> Oh, well, all right. Two, two dongs. Two dongs. All right. Sounds like, like how I like it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, now it's back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Dong, did you, did you hear what I was asking? Or what I yeah, said? You, were ask, you were asking me about, you know, how it got to this point. Yeah. And aside from some technical difficulties, let's uh, get that started. So, you know, um, as Joe was talking about to you last week, you know, I grew up very shy from a traditional Asian family. Um, I think I can sympathize and also at the same time empathize with a lot of the Asian students in this program. You know, we all came from uptight and somewhat strict upbringings. On top of that, I always had a, like a stutter problem, so I couldn't talk properly. Yeah. So, you know, um, so it's like two different layers of obstacles I had to break through. And how I got to be coaching is, you know, I wanted to, for, well, first I was a student with Jared for about okay. 10 years. I, I, so I just really... Uh, Funny that you said that because I met him in 2012, almost to this day. Oh, like, wow. Crazy. Yeah, some, sometime in June. And we met at a Peace Coffee in San Francisco. And then and the rest were, was just like, uh, uh, so it was just like, um, like history, you know? Jesus, what were you like, 13 when you met him? How old are you, dog? Well, I, I probably <laughs> looked at it like I was 13, but you know, I think like 24, 25. Okay. Um, right. you know, and then, he pretty much just coached me throughout the way. And then I, um, at some point I decided it was my time um, to give back, right? Because I accumulated this knowledge. I have yeah. spent my dating abundance and I want to help other guys in the same shoes as me. So um, that's how I be uh, became a coach, essentially. All right, dope. What about you, Jamie? What's your bet? I know this has got to be crazy. So well, I'm, I'm yeah, so it, it's actually one of my favorite stories. So buckle in. Um, yeah. When... <laughs> So I used to do door-to-door -door sales. So I was a door-to-door -door salesman, saleswoman. What, what, what did you um, say? Was it Kirby vacuum cleaners? No, mine is fucking well have been, but no, it's uh, solar panels. So okay. I was I was door-to-door -door sales and solar panels. So very quickly, I had to learn how to get people to like me on their turf very fast. Yeah, right? that had to have been tough for you, but continue. Oh, it, it, it well, <laughs> it, it was tough in a different way. It's the stamina that was tough for me. But I feel like when I originally done it, I, I, I mean, I'm such an extrovert. I love people. I have such a natural curiosity for people. Yeah. So I found it like such a playful challenge. Like I loved the learning process. And it's funny because Jared talks about this. Mm -hmm. And then we fall, we, you guys fall under the, the, uh, thought process. They're so results-based, mm -hmm. right? I'm not getting enough dates. I'm not getting enough numbers. I'm not getting enough kiss closes. I'm not getting enough girls. And you're not, you're forgetting to fall in love with the process of learning this, mm -hmm. uh, you know? And so that was, that was my belief system. And so when I first started doing it, you know, of course I wasn't good, but it, it just like everything I, I kind of loved learning how to do it and how to, okay, this worked, this didn't, my body right. language was this, my positioning was this, you know, if I said something like this, they were going to close the door. But if I said it like this, they could invite me, you know, come back. Like I, I was there, you know, being invited, Hey, come back around seven o'clock. We're having dinner. Come have dinner with us. Like families from, from a door knocker that doesn't ever happen. You know, uh -huh. so I was like, Oh, talent. You know, I might, I might've found something here. So then 
you know, after a while I had been doing it. So then they started having me train. So then I was training and in the company I was at, we had a lot of foreigners, people who, you know, Indian, Asian guys who had come that, that didn't even speak English that well. And I would have mm -hmm. to train them. And it was hundred percent commission. So we had to train them how to go door to door. One of the hardest things to do. Sure. And, and I did it and I was nailing it. And what, what I realized is a, I love teaching. Mm -hmm. B, I love watching guys when they or girls, cause I was training both when it clicks and when they get their first proposal or their first sale. And it's like seeing that whole, I was like, oh my God, feed my soul. Right. But then after a while, three years of going door to door, I'll, you know, kill anyone's spirit. So eventually I left, I quit. I, I, you know, I want, I had saved up so much money that I took some time for myself. I was like, okay, what does Jamie want to do? I don't mm -hmm. know. So then one day I'm moseying on Craigslist as you do. Um, and I, I'm also just like a weird Craigslist fan. I love looking at the weird random, like, what is it? Like, I've, like, I've, like back page type yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, it was yeah. like rants and raves, you know, like random shit. Did you see my ad on there? Yeah, I did. I was going to oh, Okay, ask cool, cool. Because that's how I got started here. But Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> no, but there was, there was this one Craigslist ad and it was like, and I was like looking for like, you know, just random gigs here and there just so I can like get paid somehow. Um, and it was like, Hey, come to this party. Like your, all your drinks will be supplied for this or that. And it was like, I kind of got the gist that it was for men that are learning how to talk to women, like boot camp, guys are, guys are learning social skills. Come be the girls that they practice on. We have like a panel at the end. Da, da, da. And I was like, interesting. Yeah. I, I never, I, as long as I've been around, I've never heard of something on Craigslist like that. Yeah. Yeah. So this is for an old company that Jared used to work for. Yeah. So I show up one day by myself. I'm like, I'm here for the party, you know? Uh, and I, and you know, and honestly, you can throw me anywhere. I'm going to have a good time. Right. So I'm talking, I'm, you know, shooting the shit with guys, da, 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 whatever, you know, having fun, but all the while I'm keeping tracks, my sales trainer brain. I'm like, okay, this guy's good here. This guy's good here. So at the end, they call back all the girls that came to the party and they're like, all right, so how did this guy do? How did this guy do? How did this guy do? And through my explanation, my detailed explanation, you know, they were, they all kind of like looked at each other. And that's when I met Jared. They all kind of looked at each other like, do you want to work for us as a drill <laughs> model? And I was like, sure. You know, I don't know what that is. So mm -hmm. then for the next like year or so, I would go down whenever they would have boot camps, right? They get me right. a hotel. I drive down, they, you know, they put me up and I was the girl that they would practice on. We'd create a safe space, right. Where they, where these guys can actually practice what they're learning from these coaches mm -hmm. on me. Yeah. And I was able to tell them in real time, how they were coming off sticking points. How, and so that kind of grew. And then when Jared started modern flirting, he calls me in the middle of the, not even the middle of the pandemic, beginning of the pandemic. Right. Uh, he calls me, he's like, Jamie, you want to come with me? Let's do it. And I was like, yep. So okay. then I've been working with him ever since. And then I was a drill model, but I think what ended up happening is I started getting a lot of clients. Mm -hmm. Uh, some of the clients were going to Jared unbeknownst to me saying she needs to be a coach. And then Cosmo is the one that came to my classes and he saw the potential. And he's the one I think that really sold Jared on like, she's not a drill model she's coach yeah and that's that that was my story so i i thank these guys you know because i mean listen it's a real thing to have especially in a male dominated like we are industry <laughs> to have these guys look see potential and then put their necks out for someone that they don't you know i've never i hadn't even met cosmo at that point in time right and actually and same thing though with clients too they actually like put their necks out for me to better my career and now I pinch myself every day. The fact that we get to do this. I'm like, yeah. so tickled. Yeah. Ain't it crazy? Like, I, same thing crazy. kind of. I don't pinch myself, but. Um, I, well, I slap myself, so. <laughs> I, I spank myself, so. No. Oh, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Oh, God. Now I was, I was just about to say that. You stole the joke right out. Oh, did I? <laughs> <laughs> but, um. Yeah, and, and you know what? And that's that's the really cool thing about uh, well, I, there's more than one really cool thing, but one of the really cool things about modern flirting is the fact that we have the drill models 
that you have, you know, if you're a part of the VIP program, you have the availability to you to, you know, instead of bumping your head out in the real world, you can get all that out of the way first before you head out the door and, you know, get like, wow, that didn't work. That didn't work. Just like you said, going door to door. What if you would have had the availability to get all the learning mistakes out of the way first? How much more commissions would you have made? Probably a lot more. I would, I would think, right? Right. No, I mean, absolutely. And that was the other thing too. I mean, we did have a lot of training in the office and that is how, before we went out to field, we would train in the morning and we would have drills and things like that. And that is also how I learned how to teach. Yeah. That's dope. That student. It's just like what Dong was saying, like the student becomes the teacher, right? I mean, that's yeah. how it always works. So that yeah. was no, that that's dope. That's super dope. And, and that's, and again, another cool aspect of being a part of modern flirting is the availability, not only to just have the drill calls, but now you can take it in your own life. Or if you're encountering a sticking point that you're just really struggling with, it's just like, man, this is a beast. This is a dragon that I have to slay. You can take that to one of our boot camps and get that knocked out. You know, when, when I was going out, I didn't have the availability to go to boot camps. You know, when I was coming up, they just wasn't accessible to me. And the only way that I could learn was go out and bang my head against the wall a million times trying to figure out what to do, when to do it, how to do it, all, all those things. And right. It was so difficult for me. If I would have had the availability to be able to go to a boot camp and take six months off of that learning curve and truncate it into a weekend, God, amazing! It's amazing, right? Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. It's not even like six months. I mean, when I was working with Jared, he took like li- literally shaved years on my uh, learning curve. Oh yeah, I'm just talking about one sticking point. Six months. Oh yeah, you know, like it. It literally for me. To, work, to get to a point where I felt competent. I wouldn't even say like good, just competent, okay? Mm. It took me like three years, you know? And yeah. like, how many guys are going to put three years of that time in? And I'm talking about, it wasn't like going out once a week. I'm talking about almost seven days a week, day and night, you yeah, know? Um, so, you know, there's was a lot of time that I put into that. And if I would have had the availability to shave that amount of time off and guys look at it like, oh, you know, that's an expense to go to this boot camp. It's going to cost you one way or the other. It's either going to cost you time and money or just money. (laughs) You know what I mean? So, yeah, Yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why the boot camps are are phenomenal. But no, that's super dope, Jamie. I I, that's that's a really cool story. I, I know a guy that used to go door to door and do sales and that was how he kind of started you know you just, learn more about yeah. people real fast especially because the other thing too is it was 100 commission so if mama didn't sell mama didn't make you know what i'm saying so i you had to go out and you had to learn fast yeah and at you know and as much as i you know i have mixed opinions about the company itself and when it are happening with it you know i will say the lessons that i learned as far as how to read people, how to get people to like and trust you very fast, mm-hmm. how, how body language works, how tonalities work, all of those things. I mean, listen, like the best, uh, all of those skills translate into attracting women. Cause really all you're doing is not selling a product, but you're selling yourself. Yeah. yeah. Right. And yep. so it's the same, it, it's amazing how similar all of the, the, the skills that we teach. Yeah. You know, and what's crazy is I, like, I took, cause I, I, I come from a sales background and I, I mean, I still do sales to this, to this day, but a lot, <laughs> a lot less time put into that because of modern flirting, but still nonetheless. Uh, but what I tell people all the time is it's like, it don't, it doesn't matter if you're selling houses, cars, aircraft carriers, ink pens, doesn't make a difference. Sales are sales or sales are sales. And it's about building a personal relationship with the person that you're, you know, trying to get this sale from, building that comfort, building that rapport, getting them to trust you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and if you can do that in a very short amount of time, obviously your sales are going to see are, are, are going to see that, you know. And that translates 
to when you're trying to build attraction, obviously, if you can do it with a guy that you just knocked on his door, then you can do it or at woman. the bar, at the club, on the street, wherever, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's, and it's, and it's uh, funny because um, the same skills when it comes to like knocking on doors and whatnot, so many guys when it comes to like work, right? They're like, I don't want to take this on because I'm, I'm trying to focus on myself. I'm trying to focus on my work. I'm trying to focus on my career. And I'm like, it's the same skill. It, 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 like, I love, I love the building attraction skill yeah. because it's not just for women. If you get better at building attraction with women, guess what? You're going to get better at building uh, commonalities, social interactions, trust, yes. loyalty with everyone, including your business, your coworkers, your boss, your support. Right your business in general, it's the same skill because, you know, I love to hear your thoughts on this, but something that I've been really working with these guys is flirtation and social skills. If you don't use it, you lose it. That's what I've realized. And that's why I've realized when it comes to like a lot of our clients, you know, especially the middle-aged divorce, they were married for so long and now they're yeah. back and they're like, I don't get it. I used to be so good with women. And now it's like, it's another whole world. And like, I don't think it's another whole world. Yes. There's technology. Yes. You know what there's different, but, but it's just the skill set's not there because you haven't used that muscle in a while. Yeah, right. So it, right. the thing is if it was there once we can get it there again. It's not, like I have thoughts on that, but Dawn, what do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, I think that's totally spot on. I mean, um, you know, building attraction, the social skills is certainly a muscle you got to practice. If not every day, then at least, you know, every week or so. And like what, like what Jamie would say, you know, you know, you don't use it, you will lose that skill set, right? Because I still do things, even, even though I've been in a relationship for a while, I still do things that help me to keep up with these skills, like doing stand-up comedy, you know, um, doing theater improv, or like all of these things can help me with my social skills, which in turn, like what you guys were talking about, translate into sales skills as well. So one uh, like additional uh, benefit I saw uh, being with modern flirting is like once I got good with my social skills, I also saw myself doing well with sales because now I'm working software sales and I was able to uh, make a lot more, get mm -hmm. a lot more commission because all the skills translate. So I think that's spot on. And yeah, um, yeah. no doubt. You know, a uh, couple of thoughts on what Jamie was talking about there is firstly, when it comes to time, you know, I've had, I don't know about you guys, but I've had some of our guys in the VIP program uh, reach out to me and, you know, basically they're one of their major hurdles is the time factor. I don't have time to do, to go out. I don't have time to, you know, uh, level up to the next belt. I don't have, you know, like, and the problem is, is that so many guys, and then I'll, 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 let me say this, and then I'll circle back to the uh, uh, relationships and, and it, you know, keeping the skill set going, right? Um, a lot of times, and, and this is something working with as many guys as I've worked with, so many guys compartmentalize their time to a degree of, um, you know, it's like, you know, it's, I, I, it's Tuesday and I'm out for lunch and I see this attractive girl uh, that is my server at this restaurant. So I'm, I'm forced to have interaction with her. She's come to my table five or you know, three, four, five, six times. Right. But it's not Friday at 11 PM. I can't, I, I, you know, that that's the time for building attraction. No, <laughs> that's so wrong. Uh. You complain about not being able to get reps in, not be able to get approaches in. Yet opportunities stare you in the face all day long, and you don't take advantage of them because it's not the weekend. Right. It's crazy. Give me a break. You know, yeah. Henry Rollins. If you got, do you guys know who Henry Rollins is? No. All right, that doesn't surprise me. But Henry <laughs> Rollins, uh, he was a lead singer of a hardcore band called Black Flag. All right, but, but that out of the way. Henry Rollins has a saying uh, or a quote that's basically he says, there's no such thing as work time. There's no such thing as downtime. There's no such thing as playtime. It's all lifetime. Go. 
dude, that's so dope because yeah. it, it, it's forcing you to take uh, control of your time and, you know, implement all the things that you're learning in the course of your day. Because once you are done with this program, if you're in the program, um, once you're done with this, at whatever point in time that that is, you still have a life after this to go live. You're going to have day-to-day things that you have to do. So are you still going to compartmentalize it to where I can't take advantage of the opportunities that's throwing themselves in my face because it's not Saturday at midnight? Mm-hmm. Give me a break, you know? Yeah. It's being Great. able to be fluid. It's yeah. being able to like see opportunity and season because what also the, the result of, of doing that more often is you're setting habits. You're setting better habits for yourself. Sure. Because if you start acting on, on opportunities more often, even down to just, oh, I see a pretty woman right there. I'm going to go approach her. What do you think that train of thought is going to translate into? recognizing and seizing opportunities at work, recognizing and seizing opportunities with yep. families. You know what I mean? So all of that, again, it all translates. It's really just a way of bettering your life and you get the result of getting more attractive women, which, you know, who doesn't want that? Right. No doubt. Right. And, you know, you were talking about, uh, you know, guys getting rusty, right? Because they, they've been in a relationship so long and, and, and all that kind of thing. And, and then they get out of that relationship or whatever they're in their, 40s or 50s and they're divorced and you know blah 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 you know the thing is is that I don't even think that it's rustiness I think it's laziness because the thing is if you're in a you said you're in a relationship Don, right yeah okay I I am as well okay and so here's the deal if I don't continuously work on stoking the flames of that relationship what's going to happen it's going to die out. Exactly. No doubt, right? Yeah. And, and, and that would be lazy of me if I actually care about this relationship. I'm right. going to continue to work on myself. I'm going to continue to build attraction. I'm not going to let it just, I'm not going to just get comfortable. Right. Because and that comfortability is going to bring contempt. So, you know, it, it, it's a process that continues on and on and on. And I think so many guys lose sight of that because it's like, oh, well, I got her attracted. She made a commitment. But really what you're doing by saying that is that you basically sell, sold her a false bill of goods. She signed up for this. Turns out it was this. How would you feel about that, Jamie? If you got, you, you know, you, you're about to get married to this dude, you get married to him. And then you just like, yeah, well, you know, I'm just going to rest on my laurels. You probably wouldn't be too happy with that, I'm guessing. Definitely not. Definitely right. not. And that's like the number one complaint, right? People are like, oh, she changed, she changed, or he changed, she changed. And it's, and people have this image of marriage or being in long-term relationships as, all right, now I don't have to work so hard at attracting. And if anything, it's the opposite. Yeah, You have to work even harder to maintain attraction because that's the only way that a relationship ends up working is if you guys are still attracted to each other, not just physically, but honestly, even more than physical, then, then the real relationship compatibility activities together, that's where it really comes down to. It would be the same as if I'm, I'm a really good athlete, we'll say, and I have potential to make it to the NBA. So I train and I train and I train and I I stay on top of things. I eat right. You know, uh, just I'm doing everything that I can do to make the leap. I get into the NBA and then I'm like, oh, I made it. I'm good now. I'll just do whatever the fuck I want. You know what I mean? Like, how long is my career going to be? Not very long. (laughs) You know, a month. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I've got a 10-day contract and I'm out of here, you know, so. Hey, you can make a lot in 10 days in the NBA, you know. It's well, that's true, but you can make a whole lot deal. more if you're <laughs> yeah, on your game and maintaining your skill set, getting better, make hundreds of millions of dollars, potentially right. if you're top tier, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Um, yeah, that, I, I love that perspective. I, yeah. I absolutely love it, Jamie. Um, Don, to you as well. Um so both of you guys have different, you bring different, um, uh, what I would consider specialties. I feel like we're all pretty well versed in everything, you know, but each of us kind of have our own little, you know, 
uh, I, I would say, like I said, a specialty that we focus on more than anything else, you know? Mm. And so, um, Dawn, what would you say that your specialty is inside of modern flirting? I'm, I'm, I'm a potential uh, client here. I'm thinking mm. about signing up. What are you going to tell me that is going to say, I need to work with Dawn? Okay. So I will say my specialties inside this program to give you a structured layout, like a structured, um, the attraction ladder, right? The attraction ladder sort of guides you into how an interaction with, with attractive woman is going to be like. So what's step one, what's step two? It's like a step-by-step roadmap, if you will, that provides guidelines like every step. Because so many guys that come into the program or they're not in the program and they can play. What do I do now? Or what do I say now? So I want to be the guy that's like, I, I want to be the coach that the guy can be like, that can answer questions like that. You know, this yeah. is what you do at this at this step. This is what you say at this step, because I don't want guys to ever encounter that obstacle or have that sticking point again. So that looks kind of like my determination to help guys know the next step, know what you say, because at every stage is sort of different, right? It's like the five vibes, you know, uh, the platonic mm-hmm. vibe, you say very different things. And when you say that, uh, in the playful vibe and in the uh, in the flirty vibe, so these are all very different, and I think these are all various different di- distinctions that I can help guy, guys to make. Um, the other part I kind of help guy with is you know what what their mental mentalities are like because so many guys when they come into this program they have very uh, like negative mentalities from the past. They uh, bring a decades and even decades of trauma of you know emotional baggage into a cold approach. And that's just, you know, a losing equation. So I want want to be be the guy, be the coach who helps guys with both their outer and their inner game. Bring it all together. Right. Just, you know, um, and help them to become more well-rounded, attractive men. So, all right. Love it. Love it. Jamie, what about you? So, Online dating gives me the rare opportunity to show uh, that I can pick up women just as well as you guys can. (laughs) So I am a straight woman, right? But online dating gives me the rare opportunity to be a man uh, because I, so I'm a catfish and I, you know, I use Jared's pictures and Jared's an attractive guy. Is he a 10 in the traditional sense? I don't know. You tell me. I mean, we all work for guys. Jared, are like, so guys are like, yeah, well, if you have a model as your, you know, guy, of course, girls are going to, it's so much more than that. Uh-huh. It's so much more than that. So now I get to attract women. I'm a, I'm able to text. I'm able to build attraction through text message. And then I break down what I'm doing in my classes and I show how I lead to get the number, how I lead to get the date, how I get them excited, how I'm playful, how I build comfort with online dating. So it's the other thing. Also, being a woman, I get the you know perspective where, all right, these photos, mm-hmm. that's the other thing. Men, I love y'all, but y'all don't know how to take photos to save your damn life. That's you know, they, they, so many guys, and, and I always try and flip it. I'm like, okay, if a girl had all of her photos where she had sunglasses, you really far away or really close up to her face, would you swipe right or left? Right? And they're like, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't swipe on it. Exactly. Yes. So I teach, I, I go over every week, we, we critique profiles, I help them rewrite uh, their profiles and prompts to be about them mm-hmm. and be funny, right? Because you can always steal funny lines or sure. steal funny profiles online. And that's fine and good if you want to do that. But what I have found is men who do that tend to not have very good conversations afterwards, uh, because they're really just plagiarizing. So the girl is starting to fall for wh- who she thinks. Right. The guy who got this narrative, stuff. basically. Correct. So what I do is I work, I, I get to know each of the clients individually. I have a questionnaire and together we both write witty, funny, creative anecdotes to put in your prompts or put into your bio about you. So it actually leads to better conversations. That's one thing. The other thing is every Wednesday, I teach an inside the female mind class. So it's like female psychology, which whatever. Um, And what that allows me to do is explain what women mean when they say this, what women mean when when they do this, what we are looking for, even though we're saying this other thing, right? right? It, it, It 
gives a guy a glimpse, a glimpse into what we're thinking, why we're thinking that, what we mean. And it allows me to teach guys how to build attraction through that sort of frame. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really helpful for guys because so many guys, they have, you know, baggage or just they've been rejected or they just feel so bitter or angry or frustrated at the situation at women themselves. And, you know, the worst thing you can do is, is bring it out on the woman. And, 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 and you know what I mean? And especially in such a heated time. Right. So, so I'm able to kind of break things down in a way that allows them to say, listen, we're all on the same side here. And, and that's going to be my mark. I'll be honest with you guys. This is my mark on the dating industry right here. Men and women are way more similar than we'd like to think. Oh, that's absolutely true. 100% yeah. true. Totally get fixated on women are this and men are this and men have to be this to attract this. And no, I actually, my thing is I'm going to break it down in a way that makes you realize, Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. That makes sense because I would do something like that. I would say something like that if I was also put in that situation. Mm-hmm. And, and so that really broadens the, the perspective and the horizon and the capacity for thought that allows guys to realize, okay, you know, and, and reform and redirect and reframe a lot of these conversations that they're having. Okay. Now, l- let me ask you guys this. All right. Gun to your head. All right. You have to pick one or the other. All right. And if you we say, have to bring violence into if, this. <laughs> if you say both or you say neither, I'm plugging you. All right. So you got to say one, one or the other. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Which is better? Online dating? Or cold approaching. Jamie, you go first. Yeah. Oh, Don. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I can go first. Well, okay. I mean, if I treat, if there's a gun to my head and I'm not in a rest state, <laughs> um, I'll say I like cold approaching more, right? Because it's sort of sort of like how I grew up, how I learned the skill set. Okay. And um, to me, it's more straightforward. It's because you see the person, you interact with them for face to face. You see them for who they are, for what they are. You see all, you hear all their vocal tonalities, see their body language and gestures. Um, there is no hiding behind this electronic screen thing that online yep. dating brings. Gotcha. So, um, you know, I think for guys who are getting into this, even though online dating might seem like a um, a quick, a quicker road to success. I think cold approaching is still like an important skill set to, um, to have. That's not to say that online dating is not important. I'm just saying that. Don't getting political here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that for you know, learning and educational purposes, cold approaching might be might might be worth a shot. Okay, Jamie, go so under your I, head. Got to give me an answer. Point. I'm going to give you an answer. Then I'm going to tell you what I really think. Um, so gun to <laughs> my head. Gun to my I'm going to lie to you. Then I'm going to backpedal. Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. I'm a woman. We do these things. <laughs> um, so I would actually agree with you. I think cold approach is, is better um, because you look, it's just like why I think door to door is really the reason I'm doing this today. You get thrown into the fire very, very quickly and you got to fucking learn or you, you, you got to sink or swim. You, and, and the best ones, they see that opportunity and they get really good, really fast with it. So I think cold approach gives you that opportunity to learn and, and be confronted with your own fears, be confronted with your own self. It really just holds up that mirror. Whereas online dating, there is a little bit of a shield that protects you. Mm-hmm. from the, from the real, like, you know, gut-wrenching quote-unquote rejection, right? Because it's not happening to your face. Right. However, I feel there are three ways to meet women, right? Cold approach, social circle, and online dating. Sure. Imagine you're trying to lose weight. Would you be like, is cardio upper body or lower body strength the one you're going to choose? It's like all of them. <laughs> you're, it, you can't just do one, right? Like, yeah. yes, you can do hundred percent cardio, but if you mix some strength or some weightlifting with it, you're going to get there a lot faster. If you want to do only upper body, 
you know, you can, you can definitely get some muscles there, but you're not going to get anywhere near the results you want is if you not did all three of those, mm -hmm. you really, if you're not firing from all cylinders, you're really doing yourself a disservice because here's the last thing. Why I think online dating is so great and necessary is online dating provides you the opportunity to where you get to think before you say something. And that's going to also gate, that's also going to jolt that sort of framing, that mindset, that, that again, capacity for thought of how you can actually build attraction through creative, witty things where you had time to say them. And you're going to get used to your mind coming up with those funny, creative things to say. And then you're going to have that same thought process and pattern and habit for when you do go out and cold approach. Right. So again, they all work together to get yeah. you the same result. All right. So my thought on that is this, all right, kind of, kind of what you're saying, Jamie, um, but kind of in reverse to a degree. So what I mean is I think that, well, I mean, let's, let's call it what it is. So most guys today, and I don't mean like guys in our program, I'm just saying the general population, okay, are more comfortable um, doing, uh, you know, dating apps and things like that because of the, the, the comfortability factor. Right. I mean, you don't have to actually go anywhere. Um, you're not putting anything out on the line. Right. But then again, they don't really know what they're doing. Most guys, which is why very few guys actually see real success, which is one of the good things about this program and show you what that success looks like and how you can do it, of course. But um, I think that it's like, OK, even if you you know, whatever, you, you find a few YouTube videos or whatever, and you figure out how to make yourself a good profile. Then you're starting to see some results. You're starting to get some matches. Hell, you're even starting to get some dates. How are those dates going to look? Boom. You yeah. know, like, you're not, like, that's cool. Like, you got this date or whatever, but it's probably the only date that you're going to get with this girl because you don't know how to converse. You don't know how to playfully tease. You don't know how to build attraction. You just know how to show up and hope that she does the same. <laughs> you know, So that's, I think uh, for me, uh, I think it's probably uh, like if, I, if gone to my head, which is a typical Friday night, but <laughs> gone to my head. <laughs> Sounds like I should hang out with you more. I know, damn, all right. American. Hey, Detroit all day. That's all I got to say. All right. Well, that's where I should move to. That's where I should move to. <laughs> all right, gun to your head. Finish, finish. Gun, gun to my head. I would say it's for the long term, it's if you're going to pick one or the other, I would say cold approach. Because Definitely. if you do down the line, you start doing dating apps and things like that, at least you know how to conduct yourself when you go out on those dates. You're not trying to play catch up, you know, mm -hmm. and try to figure it out from that perspective. You already know what to do, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that, that's, that's my, my take on that. What's your guys craziest story? Now, obviously you don't have to say names or anything like that, but what's your guys craziest story with a, uh, with a student? Craziest story with a student. Um, I mean, well, define crazy, right? But I think funny. What's your funniest story? Let's put it that way. Story with a student. Um, I think that honestly, I, I don't know if I have like funny stories, but I, I I've watched the progression, and that is like so. Oh, if I can bottle it up and <laughs> it's such a good feeling to watch these guys who were initially so afraid, like at the boot camps, like so afraid, so afraid, so afraid to talk. Mm. But all of a sudden I'm looking back and I'm like, oh my God, they're doing it. And I'm like a mom watching from the <laughs> side, like you're doing great, sweetie. You know, like I'm like the camera out, like, you know, it's so excited. Giving them slices of oranges and oh yeah, <laughs> the end. totally like high five and good job team. Uh, but no, I mean, that's been really great. And also, you know, it's so funny. Okay. So this is a funny, you know, one of the, I'll just call him Josh generic name. Uh, one of the guys in our program, he, he came in, could barely get, you know, women always in the friend zone, had lots of female friends, but could yeah. never escalate. 
cut to he's been in the program for like over a year this motherfucker every week he's like like the, his question this week was how do i turn this girl down like i feel bad like i just like i struggle with rejection so much that like now i have to turn down women and i don't know how to do it i'm like oh my god i love this problem like i love this problem for you high quality problems high quality problem he really is is grasping the abundance mindset because he has it he is constantly it's like his questions are no longer what did i do wrong this girl's not ghosting me da, da, da. now his questions are oh my god i have how do i space all of these women out and i'm just like oh my like i just want to bottle it up and sell it like i'm just like that is exactly what the progression has been and and so it just today in my like earlier i taught the inside the female line class and that was the question he's like how do i turn this girl down and I'm just sitting there like, wow, like <laughs> I've, been, I've been with him since the beginning and he could not get anyone. And now he has so much. And so it just, it, it's just watching that happen is such a great feeling as an instructor and as a teacher to see that progression happen and also helping him do it in a sustainable, good, wholesome, not shitty, not old, yeah. sketchy pickup artisty kind of way, like really See, being the change we want to see in men and being the change we want to see in the world and we're doing that firsthand yeah dope love it what about you don what's what, what's the craziest funniest experience story whatever yeah so nothing crazy or like fun, funny comes to mind but certainly inspirational you know once i took this student out on like a boot camp so it's always like a one-on-one boot camp and he came, came to san francisco um for the boot camp and I'll just call him John, you know, John's like a uh, middle-aged Caucasian male, you know, and he's been cursed with like a very, uh, very negative mindset mm-hmm. with cold approaching. Like he's like, oh, if a woman rejects me in cold approach, that means my love life's done for, you know, that that's how they portray it in TV shows and films and stuff. So that I was- know this guy. Okay. But- I, know, I know, so do I. <laughs> all right. I mean, all we, right. All, we, all, we all know that kind of guy, right? Like, like the still. No, I literally know this. This yeah, particular no, guy. <laughs> okay, all right. So you know, so he's being stricken with this negative mindset, and I took him out on boot camp, and we went to San Francisco. You know, it was during COVID, so there was no night game, and the boot camp consisted of during the day I did drills with him, I reviewed uh, drill calls of him with the drill leaders that we have in the company. And I broke down for him, like, line by line, like, okay, you did great here. You kind of screwed up here. Like, should have, should have said this, all of that. So that was Jake. And I also took him out for day game because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, took him to Dolores Park in San Francisco, which is the best place for day game, and also uh, to U- Union Square and Westfield Mall. So both a little bit of park game and also mall game, right? Yeah. And he was just, like, shaking. Like, he couldn't approach. I was like, okay, you know, if this guy's not approaching, then – there's no point to boot camp. Like, like what, like, what am I going to do? Right. Then I put my, uh, then my, then I put my coach hat on. It's like, okay, I got to use all my reframing techniques to convince this guy that coach is not scary. It's actually something that, you know, that will help him grow. So, so I was like, so I found, found out that he actually worked in sales too. Um, so I did a comparison. I formulated an analogy, if you must, of, you know, code approach with sales. So, so I was like, if you approach a woman, you know, in a mall and park, and she rejects you, that means you, you just lost the opportunity to make, let's say, $1,000 or so. You didn't yeah. lose anything. Like, you, there's no $1,000 or any amount being taken from your bank account. You just lose this opportunity. But that's okay, because you can go on to the next sales pro- prospect and the next sales pro- prospect and so on. I think doing that really clicked for him because that puts some emotional, uh, like, distance in between him and the women that he talked to. Um, and I think that re- really helped him because, you know, he, like at first he, he, he was just out in the cold. He didn't feel pro- protected. Like all his emotions were out, you know, lay bare. And mm. now I kind of just provided this emotional pro- protective layer between him and, and the cold approach. So, so after that, like he, he was able to approach a lot more. Like yeah. he got, uh, so he got a few, uh, like numbers and so okay. on. So it's always a great success, but you know, like you know, uh, in ter- terms of helping the student who wasn't able to approach to achieve some kind of outcome and growth. Right. 
I got you. Yeah. Okay. Now I I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly who you mean. Um. Okay. Three, two, one. Should we all say this? No. No, God, no, no. 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 I'm kidding. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, one time. So, <laughs> this was before I was with Modern Flirt. All right. And I was doing a uh, kind of a uh, uh, free webinar, uh, virtual boot camp workshop, whatever you want to call it. Right. And one of the things that some of our coaches do, the, the classes that are more predicated, and this is in my, I'm talking about modern flirting now, but, um, you know, some of the classes are predicated on going out and approaching. So some of the guys take their phones with them. Right. And go around and, and get critiqued and, and things like that. Uh, in, in the moment by one of the, one of the coaches, Cosmo does this, Nick, Nicholas does this. Um, well, I was doing the same thing in this particular webinar. And, uh, this guy goes up to this girl. If I didn't know better, I would have said anybody watching this, I, I'm sure anybody that was in that webinar thought we had this thing planned out. Like it was some kind of like snake oil salesman from old wild west, you know, like I got a plant and something in the, in the audience, because this, I've never seen anything like it. this guy goes up and I'm telling him what to say, you know, before he, he walks up, he's talking to her, blah, 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 blah. Next thing you know, his screen uh, in the, in the zoom session, his screen, you know, he, he turns off his camera. Like, I don't know, maybe an hour later. This was a long webinar. I was on for like four or five hours. Okay. So, Jeez. I don't know, an hour, two hours later, his camera comes back on. Homeboy's getting a blowjob on camera. In <laughs> and it was the girl that he went and talked to. I was just like, I'm in the middle of talking, right? Oh. And I was just like, dude, are you getting a blowjob right now? <laughs> and he's like he puts his camera down like you know you see her head going up and down and he's like yeah dude <laughs> just like i need to be charging for these things like yeah, you <laughs> this free webinar like dude you owe me money <laughs> <Jeez Louise. laughs> that that is probably the craziest thing that i've ever experienced in in coaching you know, was that, that sounds pretty crazy to me. That Final note, though, please do not film women uh, without their knowledge. Uh, of course, yeah. of course, and I didn't do it. Wasn't my phone. Wasn't my camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. But wow, what a crazy story! Holy cow! <laughs> All right, we should probably wrap this up. Um, John, any final thoughts? Come to the Modern Florida program. We will help you out. And finally, live and love with passion. Jesus, I'm feeling it. I, yeah, thank you guys so much for having me again. Uh, you know, it's, again, I, I get so tickled that we get to do this and talk about this because at the end of the day, if we are not trying to attract and, and create more love in this world, what the fuck are we doing? You know what I'm talking about? So let's end male loneliness today. Join Modern Living. Absolutely. So listen, guys. If you have heard this podcast and you were like, this sounds like something that I need to check out. This is something that I need to investigate. You know, there's all kinds of ways to contact us. We're, we're, we're everywhere that you are. Okay. So all you have to do, and as a matter of fact, wherever these podcasts are posted, I am absolutely 100% sure there's a way to reach out. There's a way to contact us and look, you know, no arm twisting or anything like that. We're here to answer questions, help you get it figured out and see if it's a right fit. See if you belong here and see from our perspective, if you're somebody that makes sense for what it is that we're trying to do, right? This isn't a money grab. It's a passion. All right. So reach out to us, investigate it, check Check us out, see what we're doing, because we are doing big things and we want you to be a part of it. So, all right, guys, I'm Dale Valor. Jamie, Dawn, it's awesome. Loved it. You know, like I, I, like I said, right on the onset, absolutely love doing these things. And I'm glad that we have the opportunity to chop it up and have fun together.
Yes. So, yeah. Um, all right, guys. We will see you next week. Salute. Bye. Yeah. Wow, Jamie's just like, I'm out of here. <laughs> I was going to say a little something. <laughs> All right. Dong's out of here, too. All right.